Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here Happy Hallow's Eve, Happy Hallow's Eve, Happy Hallow's Eve, it's Happy Hallow's Eve. Wow, what an evening. Um, happy belated Halloween 2018. I hope you I hope you went trick-or-treating. I hope you went out with with kids that you know. Uh I don't want to say by yourself too, but not if you're an adult, because that's fucking weird. Um, I'm here in Seattle, Washington, home. I came home today from Los Angeles to Seattle to trick-or-treat with my nieces and nephew and uh, and basically be a part of the Halloween experience in the true truest form of, of the uh, holiday and, and hand out candy and be in a neighborhood where my folks live where trick-or-treaters are frequenting and uh, and then walk around the neighborhood myself with my nieces and nephew and... Uh, and get to see them go door to door asking for free shit. I got a lot of thoughts. I got a lot of opinions. I got a lot of perspectives. I got a lot of new eyes on this holiday as a 36-year-old man. And holy shit, let's just start off by saying the costumes were great. These kids are stepping it up. A lot of Fortnite costumes. I know that's a popular game with the kiddos. I don't play it. Uh, one kid was walking away. I go, what are you from? He goes, Fortnite. I go, should I play that? He goes, yeah. And then our kid goes, you probably won't like it. You're old. And I was so close to being like, fuck off, man. I gave you a king size Snickers. But I didn't. But, you know, when kids fire at you like that unexpectedly on a holiday where you're like, dude, you just knocked on a stranger's door and I gave you a giant Snickers. Enough with the attitude. All parents want to do it. <laughs> I was mixing it up with these kids a lot, though, which was fun, you know, to really uh, have some back and forth. Uh, there was a group of gals, probably 10 or 11. They were all dressed in overalls and individual T-shirts that said candies like Smarties and Reese's and and uh, Snickers. And one of them, uh, the T-shirt said Twizzlers, and she had a bunch of red dots on her face. And I go, oh, shit, Twizzlers. You even went all out with the red dots. I go, unless you're having a bad breakout. And then she literally stops and looks at her friends and goes, you see, guys, I told you people were going to think they were zits. And I was like, uh, no, I was just kidding. They look like Twizzler dots. Fucking, go ahead. Sorry. Happy Halloween. A lot of kiddos, a lot of young, cute kiddos, which is what you want. You know, this holiday is for the young, cute kiddos. Even if you're not a cute kid, if you're in a costume and you're asking for candy, 
you're adorable. You know, if you got a lisp or a weird eye, you're even you're ahead of the curve. You know, you're you're what Halloween is is for. You know, a stra- adult strangers, which is what you are to them and what you know we are to you. It's like, you know, come come to the house with something to br- bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? Halloween, it, it, there's two sides to this holiday. There's the trick or treater. And there is the Halloween candy giver. And a lot of trick-or-treaters, and I'll be honest, uh, came to the table with thinking, oh, I showed up. That's enough. I'm here. I'm at your front door. You know what to do, man. My bag's open. It's actually not even all the way open, but I'm here. And I'm in kind of a costume. And I'm a kid. You fucking do the math and open your goddamn bucket of treats and dump it into my fucking Rite Aid or Cheesecake Factory bag, which I did see tonight, which I thought was awesome. Oh, God, this tiny girl. She looked like Pippi Longstocking. I kept guessing costumes. And look, that might have been the vodka sodas talking, but like kids would come up, and I was like, who are you, Pippi Longstocking? They were like, Indiana Jones. I was like, fuck, oops, Reese's Pieces time for you. And we would just try to salvage it with some candy treats, but... A lot of kid costumes were strong. Again, a lot of Fortnite characters. I don't watch or play the game, but uh, one girl was like, I'm a nerd. And then she had a Cheesecake Factory plastic sack, and that was kind of sad, but but also like, you know, good. I'm glad you came out. Your parents were like, look, this is the bag we have for you. Go get your lunch, you know? Um, I saw a lot of ninjas for the boys. I saw a lot of Russell Wilson football players. Um... A lot of Hermione, Harry Potters. That was pretty cool. Um, and then, guess what? Towards the end of the night, a lot of kids just gave up. And that's the part of Halloween that you don't see enough are the kids that don't want to fucking stick it out. You know, you're knocking on a door asking for free candy. Do your part. Say trick or treat. A lot of kids wouldn't even do that, which was surprising. They just show up. One kid literally goes, I open the door and he goes, Hi. I go, Hey. What are you fucking selling magazines? What's with the hay? You know, you know what the phrase is, dude? The phrase that pays. If there's a radio calling show and you're trying to win free tickets to a, you know, a Montel Jordan concert, what's the phrase that pays? And I have to remind them to say trick or treat. But the, this, that's what we're doing with in, in 2018. The 2018, the 2018 trick or treaters are um, are a little, a little spoiled, a little too conditioned to free candy. And it's like, dude, I would have to remind them. I'd go, say the phrase, dude. And they'd go, trick or treat. i go, don't give me attitude on top of that, dude. I want sugar-free attitude. But, uh, you know, the costumes were dope, so I'd try to mix it up and always come at them with a positive attitude and a glass-half-full approach to the experience. But say trick or treat, dude. That's your part of the bargain. You know that much. Say that, and the world is your oyster. But if you show up with like a, hi, or some of them wouldn't even say anything. They just show up and stand there, just demanding candy, just demanding. I was like, dude, you gotta fucking slow it down with the uh, with the demands. But uh, you know, you end up giving in because they're kids. You know, one kid came back three times. I gave him three different Hershey bars. I was like, I respect the mojo, dude. You've been to this house already. He goes, I know. I go, fuck yeah. He goes, cool, right? I go. Not really, but it's the end of the night. No one else is here, so here's your Hershey. But you got to say trick or treat. That's your part of the bargain. Don't just stand there looking for candy, you know? 
And then some kids would give up, like I said. There was a kid dressed as a scarecrow, and I go, what are you? He goes, a scarecrow. But he only had the bottom half. And I go, where's the hat? He goes, it got too hot. And then right behind him was a kid being like, I was a princess, but my crown was weird, so I took it off. And then our kid was like, I'm a marshmallow, but my gloves were weird, so I I didn't want to wear them. And we're talking an hour into trick-or-treating, right? Kids are starting to roll through the houses around 5, 5.30, but it really picked up around 7.15. You know, right right as Jeopardy's uh, winding down, kids are starting to go, all right, you know, what is, I'm looking to have a good time. And they hit the streets looking for treats, you know, taking it to the streets, taking it to the streets, looking for all the treats, looking for all the treats. And uh, these half-assed costumes were coming up a little too often. And I started calling these kids out. This kid that goes, uh, he goes, I'm a ghost. He goes, but I left my mask uh, at home because it was too hot. And I go, cool, man. I guess I should just give you half of a Milky Way because that's the effort you're giving me. And I know that sounds like a dick move. It's not like I was going to bite the Milky Way and then give him half. Although I wanted to, I'll be honest. You know, I've gotten to that point as an adult to where I'm like, not trying to teach these kids a lesson. My mom was a little bit, God bless Puddin'. One kid tried to straight up grab a Snickers out of her hand. Literally, she opened the door and the kid like just reached for her hand and tried to grab a Snickers out of it. And my mom pulled it back and goes, I mean, she was pretty close to going, what the fuck? But she just goes, hey, 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 hey. No, no, no. What are you? What are you? You know, and by the way, what are you to these kids? It's like, duh. I mean, what costume? Like, what are you dressed up as? So many kids that go, who are you? Like, who are you dressed up as? And they would all introduce themselves. 89% of these kids when I go, who are you? Like a kid was dressed up as like a, you know, again, like a Fortnite character that I don't fucking recognize. And I'd be like, who are you? And the kid would pull up his mask and go, Caleb. I'm like, no, dude, the fucking weird character that I don't recognize. But this kid tried to yank a Snickers right out of Putin's palm. And, uh, you know, it was as close to a people's elbow as I'm ever going to see my mom drop on a, on a 12-year-old. And then this kid, like, snapped back. He was like, what? It's Halloween. Like, what a piece of shit, dude. This kid just thought, like, it's Halloween. I'm in a costume, bitch. Give me my treats. And my mom pulled back, and then she gave it to him because she's a sweetheart. And then she goes, what do you say? And he goes, I said thank you. And I was right behind him, and I go, no, you didn't, dude. You reached for a Snickers. She pulled it back. She asked what you were. She said, what do you want? She said, say happy Halloween. You did really none of those. And then you still tried to play off the fact that you were gracious about your candy. And you weren't. But, um, you know, again, this is the 2018 trick-or-treater. Times are changing, man. And kids are always spoiled. And look, you know, if you're an adult handing out the candy, (coughs) don't try to teach them a lesson. That's not your job. It is your job to give them one piece and to be somewhat, um, you know, put your foot down if they grab a couple. One kid saw me talking to another kid, questioning about his costume choice because the kid was like dressed in a jacket and he had a beanie on. I go, what are you? He goes, "Uh, my neighbor. My, Scott, he's my, he's older than me. He's like a he's a freshman, and I'm in seventh grade. I go, dude, you didn't dress up, did you? He goes, what are you talking about? 
I'm calling him out on his bullshit, which again, like, you know, when, when you're an adult and you, you're, you're sipping drinks and you're handing out free candy, you got to have some fun. Um, I tried to scare a couple kids too, pop out of the bushes. Got one. He just goes, he was dressed as Thing One from uh, Dr. Seuss. And I popped out. I go, Bruh! and he goes, shit, shit, man. Come on. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but some of these kids uh, take advantage. And I was questioning the kid about his, uh, his beanie and his neighbor costume, which was not a costume. And his, his friend uh, had three king-size Twixes in his hand. And I look up and I see him and he, he sees me catch him. And then he just drops two of them. And I go, put the third one down, dude. I go, what are you doing? He goes, I, I just wanted to get another. I go, I know you did, dude. Everybody wants to get another. All right? You see a bowl full of candy. Your dick gets hard. All right? You start, start dreaming about a better life filled with as many Twixes as you want that you didn't pay for. But that's not how Halloween works, man. You got to get in line. You got to pay your dues. Remember bag snatching, by the way? I remember the last time I took a treat, it was seventh grade. That's not true. It was ninth grade. But in seventh grade, um, there was a kid going around bag snatching. And I remember it being rumored. This is pre-internet, by the way. Seventh grade, this is 1995. And people were like, yo, dude, this kid's going around bag snatching. You know, fucking Jason Fike or, you know, Rex Nolte. They're bag snatching, dude, you know. And these aren't the names of the perpetrators, but these are names of kids I went to high school with that uh, had cool names that also sound like they could be the names of bag snatchers. You know, Tom Edwardson, you know, Yusef Arifi, he's bag snatching, dude. Jess Lacasse, bag snatching. So you'd be on the lookout, right? You have a little extra step, uh, jump to your step as you're walking through the neighborhoods. Um, and I remember one of my friends, I saw him get bag snatched right next to me. And it was fucking, my heart was pounding, dude. We literally were about two houses away from being done. All of a sudden you just hear, and then just, and he just goes, ah, no, no, my candy. <laughs> my candy. Fucking got bag snatched, dude. Nikki Chima's brother got bag snatched. I remember that. Nikki Chima was a girl I went to high school with and elementary school. She was hilarious. Still probably is. You don't lose that. When you're that funny in high school and she wasn't trying to be. Just so dry and funny. I wonder what she's doing right now. But her brother got bag snatched. I remember that because that was one of the, the first names that got dropped and was circulating around the neighborhood cul-de-sacs was Nikki Chima's brother got bag snatched. What? How much candy did he have? Two sacks, apparently. He started at fucking 3 p.m. Wow. And you felt bad for that kid, you know? Because he was fucking at least five years younger than me. <coughs> so we're talking a second grader got bag snatched. You know, that's like hearing a 90-year-old woman got the shit beat out of her. You know, you're just like, you weren't ready for that. Um, my nieces were adorable. Devil and Angel. Um, unicorn and Werewolf Mistress? I don't know. One of my step-nieces went as a, a weird costume, and I didn't quite get it, but she looked good. Uh, and then my nephew Jackson went as Spider-Man, which was dope. Trick-or-treating with them was fun especially towards the end, because two of them, uh, Faith and Brianna, wanted to stick it out. They were like, we want to go to a few more houses. And this is around like 8.15. And every shop closed around 8.35. So we had a good 15 minutes left to hit a couple houses. And we got about four more in after we'd done about 15 houses. But we went up to one house. And here's what I'll say about, look, if you're done, if the candy's done, 
you got you got to send signals, okay? You don't put up a giant three musketeers in the sky, bat Batman style with like an X through it, being like, we got no more candy. But you got to do something, you know, that is somewhat reminiscent of a, uh, you know, giving an indication that you're out of treats, man. The porch light was on. So my nieces are standing on the porch. There's a bedroom light on. There's a living room light on. You're fucking home. And you're not going to answer the door? The candy's on the other side of, of this piece of wood. I can hear you in there. And uh, and Faith goes, uh, we knocked three times. I go, sounds like it's time for a pound. So she pounds on the door and no answer. And then I go, all right, guys, this is what we call a bummer house. This is a bouse. Let's Let's get out of here. So we went to another house that had like, you know, all the decorations. There's always one house in the neighborhood that just, you know, the dad's just like, I never had a Halloween or a childhood. We're getting all the we're getting all the decorations. We're getting pumpkins and fire lamps and scary ghosts that play music and and bats that circle around the driveway. We're getting it all. Get off me, Diane. We can afford it. It's been a good year. That house was uh, at the at the uh, almost the entrance to the uh, neighborhood, which was pretty sweet. But uh, I loved that that Bree and Faith wanted to. Just get as much as they could, you know. They're like, "Look, this Hall- this Halloween shit happens once a year. Let's soak it up." And then they're like, "My feet hurt." I was like, "My feet hurt too." So let's let's make our way back. Saw a lot of adults trick or treating. The fuck is that about? Hey, if you're uh, over the age of fifteen, what are you doing? This holiday isn't for you, okay? If you're going with your kids which a lot of folks were doing, which you have to. And I went as uncle with my uh, nieces and nephew. By the way, I got showed up by a bunch of dads. At one point, there was a car in the in the driveway, and I saw a dad try to be a hero, and he was like, everybody stand back. And I had a vodka soda in my hand, and my mom's nice glass, and my, my Frosty the Snowman costume that you pull up over your waist, and it looks like you're sitting on Frosty's shoulders as he carries you. Uh, while I'm FaceTiming and I'm walking through and, and I'm like, come on guys, this house, the candy's not going to bag itself. <laughs> and this dad looked at me like, you fucking prick. I was trying to be a hero on the sidewalk and you just fucking curb jumped me. You parkoured over my chivalry. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm on, I'm on uncle patrol and Halloween comes once for an uncle. For a dad... You know, you get it as many times as you want. If you're a good dad, you got to step up. A lot of parents came um, with their kids to the door. A lot would stay back, let the kids do the experience, which I appreciate. And guess what, though? In the 600 parents I saw, one couple dressed up. One couple. The dad was a cow. The mom was a stormtrooper. I don't get that. Sounds like some weird fetish thing that they probably were already invested in. And they were like, you know, look, we were already going to fuck in these costumes. Let's just, let's go get some candy with our kids in them. You know, <laughs> it had to be, which I don't understand at all. You know, the dad's like, look, I, uh, I've always wanted to fuck a stormtrooper. And she's like, I worked on a farm as a kid and these cows got me hot. I always thought about what their dick looked like. And he's like, well, think no more and wait no, no more because here we go. Moo. Speaking of cow jokes, my nieces uh, pitched me a lot of jokes when I told them 
because they were like, you know, it's almost nighttime. It's almost time for us to go to bed. I go, it is time for you to go to bed. It's past your bedtime. I go, you know, Uncle Adam does stand-up sets way past your bedtime, sometimes 12, 12.30, and then they start pitching me jokes. One of them goes, what did the uh, ghost say to the vampire? You look ghoulishly tired. And then one of them goes, um, what did the... uh, what did the cow say to the uh, to his roommate, the uh, the ghost? I go, what? She goes, I'm moving out of here. I go, that's pretty funny. And then I go to my uh, niece, Brianna, I go, hey, what did the poop say to the fart? And she goes, excuse me? <laughs> How fucking funny is that? I was laughing so hard, and then she started laughing really hard, which made me really happy, because that... That joke ain't going anywhere. And it might end up in my special just to pay homage to my niece. Here's what I'll say about adults trick-or-treating. Don't do it if you're an adult. Don't do it if you're a grown man. If you're a grown woman, you don't need candy for free. You can buy it because you've probably got money and a job. So don't go door to door, especially in a neighborhood that you live in. And ask your neighbors for treats. That's what your kid's job is. Also, if you are going to do it, at least wear a fucking costume. Because most of the adults who asked me for candy tonight did not have a costume on. Do you know how embarrassing that is for me, for you, to see you come to my front door and go, hey, trick or treat. Like, even your tone of voice is like ironic and sarcastic. Like, hey, look what I'm doing. You don't have a fucking costume on and you're not a kid. At least recognize if you're too old to trick-or-treat, which if you're over the age of uh, 17, I'm going to give you till 17 to trick-or-treat because you're still in high school, man. I saw a lot of young high school kids walking around and there's like, there's a social element to trick-or-treating. When you're a kid, it's like, you know, look, dude, you're not doing drugs and drinking, hopefully. So you need any sort of social outing to uh, converse and coexist with kids from your school and... I remember that being a big deal where it's like, we're going to go trick-or-treating with with Annie and Ansley and Siobhan like in their neighborhood. Like we're going to meet up with them and trick-or-treat. And it's like, and then who knows what, you know? Maybe trick-or-treat and then, you know, who knows? Get some back rubs going. Maybe a hot tub. Who knows what kind of neighborhood, you know, what kind of house the parents are rocking. I knew some kids with some dope houses. Some I was friends with, some that I wasn't. This kid had a hot tub and a basketball court, a sports court, and like a weird, he had like woods in the in his backyard. Brian Hildebrand had like woods. So I was like, dude, come on, man. And he had like a whole, it looked like a capture the flag stadium in his backyard. And uh, if you went there, dude, with a chick post-trick-or-treating, I mean, you're getting lost. And you're probably both getting to feel some things you, you didn't think you were going to get to feel. So point being, you need that. As a high schooler, you need the social uh, the aspect. And they dress up too, and it's fun, you know? But post 17, man, 18, no, don't. Stop it. And anything above 18, like just look yourself in the mirror before you go out. 
and I'm talking about trick or treating. I'm not talking about costume parties because obviously as an adult, I've partaken in many of costume parties as an adult, and I see them all over Instagram and Facebook. You know, it's a popular thing to uh, to do. You dress up, you get fucked up as an adult. Costume contests, those are fun. But uh, don't go trick-or-treating as an adult. But again, if you do, if you take that bold risk, you got to wear a costume. And it's got to be a dope costume because then it makes me see past your age. And I know how old you are because I can just tell. Um, Shout out to my sister, Natalie. Stepped up big time. Six kids. And Tim, you guys rocked it. I told them I was flying up for this, and they were exhausted. They work a lot. They got six kids. But I go, guys, you got to bring them over to to mom's. I want to trick-or-treat with them. I want the experience. I want a fun Halloween. And they were exhausted, man, but they stepped up. And they brought everybody over. So shout-out to the moms and dads that are doing that because these kids don't know what you're doing for them until they get older and they see the bullshit for themselves, man. So big shout-out. I love you guys for doing that. I do want to say <laughs> that the stragglers, the trick-or-treat stragglers, which there were, my mom ran out of candy. I think she bought 700 king-size candy bars, which she goes, this is the last year I'm doing this. I I really broke the bank. I'm like, yeah, mom, that's fucking got to be like $1,000. She's like, no way, it's not that much. But it was very expensive. King-size candy bars for the win, pudding. But uh, we ran out, and then guess what? We had a box of peanuts. Like we're fucking Southwest Airlines. And there were these four high school kids, probably 16, 17, that showed up. Half-ass costumes. And I go, what's up, guys? And they go, what's up? I go, fucking, come on, man. Give me the phrase that pays. One of them goes, trick or treat. I go, cool, man. So obviously it's 930. You're way past trick or treat time. The porch lights were off. You knocked anyway. I love that you gambled. But uh, you definitely... You definitely gambled with uh, with no chips. And uh, you're getting peanuts tonight. And one of the kids goes, fuck. And I was like, that's an appropriate response, dude. But the porch lights were off, man. What'd you expect? Be pumped that you're getting anything right now. And then no joke, 30 minutes later, we're talking 10 p.m. No trick-or-treat houses are still rocking at this point. It's 10 p.m., man. Look, I'm not going to speak for every neighborhood, but I'm going to say most neighborhoods shut down by by 8.45. Max. Because trick-or-treating starts at like 5.30. Three hours of looking for treats is a fucking long time. But uh, 10 p.m. rolls around, and we hear the doorbell. And I'm like, am I fucking hearing things right now? Did I just hear a doorbell at 10 p.m.? I was definitely one of those angry parents that was like, we have a curfew, and there are kids sleeping. But there were no kids. So I go downstairs, open the door, porch lights off. So it's already kind of sad and a little scary. And this kid slowly turns to me, 6'4 kid with a baby face, probably not older than 13, but tall as fuck and dressed like a pilgrim. (laughs) He was dressed like a pilgrim. And guess what? He was drunk. And I know you're like, how do you know he was 13? How do you know he was drunk? I'm guessing on both those fronts and look more realistically, probably 16, but guess what? Definitely still drunk. Probably 16, maybe 17, definitely drunk. Baby face, pilgrim outfit, no porch light on, 10 p.m. Halloween. And I open the door and I just look at him and I just like smile and kind of start laughing. And then he just goes like this. 
I know, man. But I had to try. <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? I know, man. Like, he just immediately recognized, like, I know the time of this. I know that the candy probably isn't there, but I had to try. And I'm by myself. And all my other pilgrim friends, they look to find greener pastures and op- more open land. They actually all just went home. They had to get their curfews. But I live around the corner. But I understand the sea and I know it. I just, I know what's up. I'm paraphrasing. I'm putting words in this kid's mouth, but uh, he was definitely not sober. And again, for real, he goes, I know, but I had to try. I smiled and I go, dude, a valiant effort. I go, all I got is peanuts. And he goes, I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take your peanuts, man. Oh, what a, what a, what an amazing, what a treat of a night. Not to not to get all Halloween punny on you, but what a treat of a night! So that was it. That was Halloween in uh, in the Pacific Northwest. The forecast said rain. It drizzled, which I think added to the uh, the Hallow's Eve. A lot of neighborhood houses stepped up with their decorations, which added to it. A lot of great costumes. My nieces and nephews were fired up. My nephew did say uh, after two houses that his feet were tired, and I go, "You're four." Um. One point, one of my nieces goes, this was a highlight. She goes, I saw a kid dressed as Beetlejuice. I go, oh, man. She goes, that's one of my favorite movies. And then my nephew goes, it's one of my favorite movies. And he's four. And I go, you've seen Beetlejuice? He goes, yep. I go, where? He goes, in class. I go, they showed you Beetlejuice in the first grade? And he goes, yep. And I go, but you're on in first grade. I thought you were in kindergarten. He goes, I know. And then I go, so you've seen Beetlejuice? He goes, yes. I go, in school? He goes, yes. I go, where? He goes, football. I go, don't do that, dude. Don't change don't change the subject on me like that. But while we're on the subject, yes, dude. The Seahawks are playing well. Touche. I did show my nieces Beetlejuice a few weeks ago. Brooke and Brianna, my twin nieces. I showed them Beetlejuice, and they fucking loved it. How dope is that? You want the movies that you grew up on that A, to hold up, and then B, for the, you know, your, uh, the, your next gen to be, to be fired up about them. And they loved it, dude. I remember uh, Brooke at the end of it, she goes, who's the guy that plays Beetlejuice? I go, Michael Keaton. She goes, he was really good. I go, yeah, he fucking was, wasn't he? I love that you appreciate that performance. But uh, they trick-or-treated their asses off, and uh, the whole neighborhood did it right. It, it, was, it felt good to be in a, a safe neighborhood, too. The cars were, were going at appropriate speeds. I only saw a couple of dads give me the stink eye. Um, a couple of moms definitely walked out of some houses uh, a little in- intoxicated, which, you know, that's what you got to do, too, man. Like, if my sister had the energy, she would have gotten fucked up, but six kids is too much, you know. But they did it. They rocked it. So shout out to everybody who had a Halloween that they wanted and, uh, and, and, and just a shout out to participating for the holiday because the world's in a fucking strange place right now and these, uh, these, are, the, these are the types of nights that you kind of got to soak up and jump on board with. You know, it's an escape. It's what it is. You dress up like somebody else for a day and, and you get to uh, forget what you're going through, hopefully. And if you didn't, well, there's always next year, you know. Hopefully you see all the fun Instagram pictures and parties and you go, man, you know what? Maybe I'll step out of my comfort zone and 
have some Halloween fun next year. Go to a party I didn't plan on. Dress up, you know, spend a little extra cash on a costume that I didn't think I could fit into or afford. And uh, and join the party, you know? Because what the fuck, dude? Again, the planet is, uh, is, 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 is on one. We are drinking and driving right now. And it's, uh, you know, find, man, find that escape. Find that distraction. Comedy clubs, holidays, festive parties, you know, retreats, whatever the fuck you do. Just find you're happy. We've got a few more holidays coming up before the end of 2018. Also vote. I know that's not the message of this podcast, but please vote. It's a big deal. Okay? I don't want Trump to take away Halloween, too. Um, Tour dates. I am uh, hitting the road uh, this weekend with Adam Devine for the Weird Life Tour. Uh, We're doing the Sands Bethlehem um, Auditorium in Pennsylvania on Saturday, November 3rd. And then November 5th, uh, I'm sorry, November 6th, we're in Grand Rapids. November 7th, we're in Milwaukee. And uh, November 10th, we're in uh, Omaha, Nebraska at the Orpheum for two shows for Adam's Netflix special. Uh, tickets at LiveNation.com for that. And then November 15th through the 17th, I'll be at Magoobies in Timonium, Maryland, outside of Baltimore, November 15th through the 17th. Uh, and then Gotham Comedy Club in New York, November 23rd through the 25th in New York City, Gotham Comedy Club, November 23rd through the 25th. All those tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Brad Williams this weekend is in Jacksonville, Florida at the Comedy Zone. Um, Tonight through Saturday, November 1st through the 3rd, Jacksonville, Florida, the Comedy Zone. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Of course, about lastnightpodcast.com for all your ALN merch and past and present episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, comment and rate the podcast on iTunes. Email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. We may read your fan email and give you a chance to win some free merch. Uh, we're doing it every other episode, so stay tuned for that. Email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Of course, shop adamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. And, um, and you know, get those uh, pre-Hanukkah Christmas gifts. I got shirts, I got hoodies, I got hats, and they're all at shopadamray.com. Thanks for hanging out for this bonus episode of the About Last Night podcast. Happy Halloween, of course. Stay uh, stay tuned. So many great episodes coming up. Willie Garson, Tiffany Amberthiesen, Jason Robert Brown, uh, Brent Morn, and of course, the best ofs, the 2018 best of ALNs, uh, which are some of our favorite episodes to put together, uh, will be on the way. So, uh, so get ready for that. All right? We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, 
they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.